here we are with uh, Fellowship Star Wars Spiders and Snakes Season 2, Episode 1, uh, Upgrades. We are in June 2021, and with me today we have... Adam, playing Lamnar the Kaminoan with the Spider Playbook. Jack, playing Tess Eldar of Mandalore using the Elf Playbook. Jonathan playing Oom93, a battle droid, using the Squire playbook. Alright, gang, so here we are now in Season 2. So I guess what I'd like to ask is, uh, who would like to give a brief rundown of what happened in Season 1? So much happened. <laughs> we spent too much time on Hoth. We did. Among other things. Uh, we found out that the living dead exist. I mean, we all already like knew that, but it's different when you see it. Yeah. Uh, we went to Hoth and recruited some Mandalorians and a robot general. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, it's General Kalani. It wasn't... <laughs> uh, then we went to Narshada, or Nalhada, one of those. And, to rescue uh, some of those Mandalorians who were taken prisoner. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we ended up rescuing a hut instead, and found out a little bit about what Maul has been up to. And then there was a big reveal where my guy was discovered to have been a double agent all along. Yes, that was the big reveal at the end of last season. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, I, I mean, I guess, I guess Anakin is also alive and doing stuff. Yeah. Yes. No, the, no, uh... The Empire gained a new leader at the end of last season, Anakin Skywalker, general from the Clone Wars. Another dark side cyborg for the Spider and Snake Alliance. Also known as, what was the name of his thing? Oh yeah, Project the Starkiller Project. There it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess the first scene we will sort of uh, zoom in on would be being aboard Steelhead's uh, base or capital ship, whatever structure you guys, the, the Empire usually uh, meets up on to go over operations. And it's been a little bit of time since the last session, you know, a couple of weeks while both sides have been recovering, recuperating, making plans, that sort of thing. So it's not, you know, hot off the presses at the end of last session. Um, yeah, let's say like a week or two, you know, no more than a month though. And yeah, things have been getting a little bit uh, stressful in the Spider and Snake Alliance uh, Void With and Without. You know, a lot of people have been snapping at each other, arguing, uh, taking sides, pushing back and forth, <laughs> contradicting each other. It's It's been chaotic. No one seems to want to openly get into it with uh, General Skywalker. But nobody seems to like that he's here, except for Tora. Tora just seems super delightful that this is happening this seems to be going really well for her Not, nothing's really changed you know nothing's really better for her but everyone is just so fucking miserable that she is drinking that up um you do have your shadow way network to be able to kind of instantly move from place to place so you know it's not like you see each other all that often uh she usually keeps to camino and her projects and right, plans but this is one of those times where uh people are coming together to meet to figure out the next course of action for the alliance so my question is before this meeting starts void do you have anything you want to do with the empire that you that you're you're a leader in oh do you now separatist 
That's amazing. Cool shit. So my so my question to you is do you want to meet with any of the leaders and have a role play scene with them? Yeah, so who would that be? That's hard to say. That's really hard to say. Probably Steelhead <laughs> would have a more like out of character Steelhead would be more personally invested in being mad at Anakin. Maul isn't really involved in that. He wasn't really there for that. That wasn't really him. You could go meet with Anakin. He's a leader. Also, like Um ninety three might be with you. Oh yeah, yeah. You both could be there. This is during that time. It's just another battle droid. Oh fun. You're allowed right. to be in any scene. Okay, well, Steelhead is in his quote-unquote throne room or meeting chambers, whatever you guys have to try and say that you're all equals and will meet under, like, you know, the, the same sort of banners. Um, he is covered in his, you know, very traditional classic philosopher-y space old man robes with his giant triangular droid head drilled on into the stump of neck where an old man's head once sat. Uh, robot hands sitting on his, like, you know, either side of the throne's armrest, like, just laying on the armrest part, Palpatine style. Uh, and yeah, he seems to be looking at star charts and maps and going over, uh, data. When you, uh, what do you want to engage with this scene? What do you want from this guy? Ah, do we now, my apprentice? I don't trust him. He doesn't have enough avarice. Is my trust motivating your action, Apprentice? Or is that you trying to get me on your side? Tell me about your problems with our new member of the tri Triumvirate. My apprentice, your reasons are so frail and weak. You need to dig deeper. Your, your mind, once again, is contradicting the true power of the dark side within your heart. Perhaps we come to the time where we must separate you from that troublesome tumor. Dig deeper into your hatred. Dig deeper into your vengeance. Why do you hate Anakin Skywalker? Do you hate him because he was successful? So he's a liar. Steelhead sits in his chair, still contemplating his records. You must dig deeper, Apprentice. You must find your hatred. It must be pure. This is one of those off times I would recommend you seek out the Council of Torah or Maul. Their hate is still unrefined and immature. You might be able to see the, di the gulf between theirs and mine and find your own inner peace to channel into revenge. You must remove the head from this. You cannot let it rule you. Logic is destroying your ability to reach into your full potential. War crimes, war crimes, laws... These are things generals make up to make their to make the people who beat them seem like they were poor sports. Dig deeper on why you hate Anakin Skywalker, and then, my apprentice, together, 
we could make him pay for his crimes. He, uh, yeah, he just sits there unless you guys have, uh, you guys got more for him about Anakin. Cause like, yeah, sure. He totally loved to deal with Anakin, but you got to give him something. You're like, I hate that guy. Cause he beat me in the war. And he's like, who hasn't join the club. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Early foreshadowing. So at this point, uh, the rest of the, the, the compact, the Spider and Snake Alliance, is going to filter on in. Maul, of course, str- struts on in with his robot legs. Tora's there, her mind clicking and whirring audibly. And then Anakin just sort of sashays in a good 20 minutes after the rest of everyone else arrives. Walks in, blows on his nails. Hey, gang, I've, hey, gang, got lost in this place. Figure I'd find my own way. Hope I didn't uh, hold you all up. And he'll just take, he'll just lean against uh, a wall and eat an apple, a green apple. And uh, yeah, you guys get down to business. The next course of action Steelhead brings up is we must fortify. Uh, our armies and get a more diverse array of options for counteracting, you know, our shared enemy, the emperor. Uh, and everyone starts pitching ideas basically on that. And that's when uh, Anakin interrupts everyone after they go down a list of ideas for like, you know, accruing old caches of weapons and stuff and goes, Oh, you guys are barking up the wrong tree. You already have men. We need our better men. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but I was something of a decorated war hero. And I didn't get that way just because I was the chosen one and a living embodiment of the force. I got that way because I had the right soldiers for the job. Manufactured soldiers. Clones. Loyal. Nationalistic. That's what you guys need. And I happen to know where you can track down some assets from the Republic. And this doesn't go over well because he shit-talked them a bunch in that speech that I probably underplayed. Uh, But Anakin basically... An argument starts. Everyone's yelling at each other. This is what you're in for now, Void, in the scene. Everyone's screaming and yelling, except for you and Tora. Um, 93 is behind you. You're like, yeah! Yeah! I think Uh, that's the most emotional I've ever heard your character being. (laughs) Maul at one point draws... This comes uh, naturally. (laughs) My god. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's all good. Uh, Maul, it goes to a head when Anakin makes a line about, we don't, we, we, we Maul makes a line that they would need more forces and like, you know, a strong presence for this plan to work. And Anakin said, you know what? We could probably pull this off. I'd only need like a couple troops. Heck, half a man could even do it. And at that point, Maul draws a sword, uh, attacks Anakin. It It's not like a big cinematic fight. Anakin basically grabs him by the throat and slams him into the wall a bunch of times and drops him. Because Anakin's stronger than Maul. From 93, he's like cheering for Anakin now. Like, yeah, yeah, get it. <laughs> yeah. Anakin says a line about how uh, now that Maul's struck first, he'll never have the high ground against him again. And uh, steps out. <laughs> so while while that's going on, I, I like other plans here that uh, Um 93 can look at. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Splayed out on the table and stuff. Yeah, like uh, that's what that's going on. Maybe he'll even like try to grab something if uh, if the opportunity arises. You'll have to take a physical thing because in Star Wars, everything is physical, including data. 
Oh, yeah, obviously. All right, so you steal a data drive. Yeah. All right. Sweet information. Well, Pete, if you have nothing for this scene uh, you want me to interject or interact with or play with, I'm going to probably just pass it on to the next spotlight. All right, yeah, there's a big fight, and Anakin basically takes control of the next plans, and is like, yeah, I got this. We're going to Camino, and uh, starts laying out what's going to go on and how it's going to go down. Uh, starting with disrupting a bunch of rich families and taking people hostage. He, he takes the, he takes, he doesn't take any ground. He wins wars. He conquers. <laughs> yeah. So we'll spend the, swing the spotlight back to Kynite Command. Uh, so you guys are on your little asteroid base, that first base you guys got that's, you know, ringing around these various systems. Uh, it's hustling and bustling as more people have joined this rebellion and are getting operations up and running. Your uh, your people on Narshutta have come over as well to kind of make sure the asteroids running efficiently, buying resources, restocking, resupplying. Nothing fantastic yet, but you know now you got the rebellion up and running. So here we go. Um, before we get into the call with General with uh, Bail Organa, do you guys want to hang out with each other at all? Like have a moment or uh, you know bond building, hangout, that sort of thing. At this point, whoever wants to be here, like Um or uh, or like Um ninety three or uh, Void, could also be here. I don't remember where you guys left off with that. If anybody travels to uh, Nar Narshada, 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 yeah, Narshada, uh, then like Um ninety three will just travel with them because like. He could just yeah, do that. That's, that's that's super easy. And then, and then uh, he'll he'll like meet up back with them. Just walk in. Hey guys, where have you been? I flipped the switch from traitor to to uh. There's a big red light switch on the back of Boom ninety ninety three. Yeah, he can't he can't, he can't reach with his T Rex arms. So he's like, eh, eh. <laughs> somebody make me loyal again. Smack you upside the head. <laughs> Perfect. I have information. <laughs> Slaps that data slate on the table. <laughs> All right, let's take a gander, and I open it up. The information presented are plans for the Spider and Snake Alliance, run by that guy Steelhead, uh, to infiltrate a to infiltrate Camino and basically force a Kaminoan royal family to sell off, uh, like like land and like assets they own basically because they're broke. The assets though well, are tied the assets are tied into top secret like Republic era uh Clone Wars uh f research and development. Well that sounds like trouble. Oh I, I was thinking like give it to the rebellion as intel. <laughs> well like it's a hook. It's the hook. And like we're at yeah level one with this thing so like i can give you the hook for it and then you can spend intel to do the rest of that shit this is just the hook yeah sounds good because mm -hmm. i can always go back and do it i can always go back and then actually no. make rolls with like yeah. possible chances of like failure to get more no it's or fine you, you can... spend two intel. <laughs> yeah you yeah. spend two intel to investigate further into this hook and figure out more details yes, yes. exactly so, uh, yeah, uh, you guys I'm... are all around a table. That's the, the, the pitch for what the spider and snakes are up to. We obviously can't let them get away with this. Hmm. Yeah, they already have plenty of soldiers. I dread to think what they would do if they got more 
clones, more high quality clones from Camino. Most of the cloning facilities have been shut down. However, we went broke. Quite frankly, uh, a lot of the old cloning tech was mothballed. But mothballed isn't destroyed. Yes, but this is research from the Clone War era. I mean, that's when we were at the height of our wealth and power. A lot of weird things were going on with some of the higher-ups. A lot of personal projects were being funded. Mm. Mm. I, uh, Out of character, I'm willing to spend some intel to learn more about this plan. Do you guys approve of this or not? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right, burn two intel. Would leave so. you to do four to two. Yep. Let me learn the latest plan. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the latest plan is they're going to take a source of power. Um, it's what I don't have the name for it on hand, but they are going to take a source of power in Camino that's going to allow them to upgrade their armies. Um, it's a thing that the rebellion, the Empire, gets access to. It lets you smash together stat blocks. It's fantastic. Uh, the next step of the, they're on stage one. The next step of the plan is they are going to move all their assets in to take it and like move to stage three and just have it and start producing soldiers. So, um, for details about step two that they want to move into, uh, it's really on three fronts. They have three Royal families that are taking care of it. And they're targeting each individual one to make them give up their controlling share and sell. Okay. So basically, the, the way to stop this plan would be to track down each royal family, find out how they're being messed with, and stop that. Because if you can do that for all three royal families, they won't have to sell to offworlders. There we go. Hmm. Sounds like a solid plan. I assume we're having... Lamnar do most of the research on this because he's from Camino and knows more what yeah. to look for. Yeah. yeah. Do I know like, what's what kind? Of, what do I know about the families in particular that are being affected by this? There are three. I'll read their names off and put them on the Discord just so people can have them, so people don't immediately say what are their names. So it's the Aether Enclave, the Red Archives, and the Galaxy Machine Compact. The Aether Enclave were part of the original cloning project. Like they were one of the original families that got it when Sifo Dias started transferring funds over. Uh, so if any family has like bare metal data and like original samplings of Django Fett and all that stuff, it's the Aether Enclave. So everyone else has to go through them for like anything that's from the original project. Uh, Red Archives okay. were the R&D development wing. Um, well, they were a family involved in the R&D development for clone uh, clone equipment. So the phase one, two, and three clone armor, you know, the ARC trooper systems, um, all the various little tools and gizmos for them. They were one of the people that was like doing the, the actual fabrication and production and prototyping. Uh, and the Galaxy Machine Compact... Um, they were outsourcers. They were the ones that were getting materials and like exotic fabricated parts you couldn't really find in nature from other planets and getting them like distributed here to Camino for the other two projects. So if you needed like if Bacta didn't work and you had to go old school and get Colto for some reason, they would outsource that. If you needed Frick or Beskar or like Cortosis, whatever those stupid Star Wars materials are, they would be the ones that would be outsourcing that and outsourcing production for it. Okay. They all have a controlling interest in the project, uh, which you're able to actually get the file name if you spent Intel. 
We did. So Yeah, so it is called the Matriculating Inheritance Camino Estate. It's basically a piece of uh, Republic-era technology or proprietary something that is still producing wealth. As in the project still being utilized to this day or it's still the produce, supposed to make them it still profit is happening wealth and that wealth is being diverted into people's inheritance accounts which people on camino have because everyone camino is entitled to a share of the clone project so this is still pumping money into those accounts m-i-k-e hmm. oh i'm sure it's nothing right <laughs> i had to work real hard to make it say mike <laughs> I'd work real hard. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like we know what we have to do on Camino. So, how do we want to approach the uh, these royal families? Hmm. Looking at looking at Lamnar for the for yeah, the best yeah, advice I'm, about I'm how to do it. Considering it, so I would, as personally, I uh, I worked with the cloning facilities as a mechanic during the Clone Wars. So I would have contacts with both the Aether Enclave and the Red Archives, and probably lesser contacts with the Galaxy Machine Compact. Yep. So, yeah, I'd probably just uh, message and get into contacts on Camino, just saying that we'd like to meet up to discuss business. Okay. Um, The... The three families have, de- have because they all work in a trust, have designated um, an inheritor that will kind of speak for them. And the reason they picked him is because he shares DNA with the three families. So they say that if you want to go, the best contact to reach to that knows a little bit about them would be their rep. Uh, his name's Duo Clops. All right. I uh, set up a meeting with him. Okay. So we'll cut to channels that we have and no one's have. Yeah, no, that's no problem. Uh, are you guys going to meet him in person or just on the hollow emitter inside your base? Uh, stick to the base for now, I think. Okay. Okay, well, let's say then, yeah, you, you get a, you're able to get in contact with him. He's willing to deal with you guys and talk to you because there are problems happening and it's affecting all three families and... They're looking that, you know, it's looking like a lot of them are actually going to move to sell the the Camino, the inheritance estate, uh, just because they can get a big payout from it. So they'll be willing to meet with you on Camino and talk with you about it if you have a better offer. Do you have a better offer? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a real thing. We definitely, tell them that, uh, we, tell them that we, we, def- we need to negotiate in person. Rich people do that all the time. <laughs> He says, apropos of nothing. <laughs> we definitely have a counter offer to make. All right. They'll meet you on Camino when you uh, land in their district. Okay. So you know to meet with Duo Clops. All right. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to add to that? Or do we want to move to meeting with Bail Organa? I think we've got pretty much everything we need for that. I don't know if there's other stuff people have got. Right? All right. Hey, we'll find out more from actually talking to them, I suppose. Yeah. Makes sense. General Kalani oh, then... Do, do we... oh. uh, just before that, do we want to... Do we spend force or health... Actually, do we spend force beforehand to help to like bring troops with us to our troops uh, to Camino, or... Uh, I think you... Is it beforehand? 
Oh. Uh, <laughs> can we spend force without having to make contact? Or do we have to make contact immediately first and then spend force? What are you trying to do? Is I'm he... curious. Like, if, if there's going to be trouble there, should we bring backup? Like, we have a couple of Mandalorians with us at the moment. Hmm. Making, they have jetpacks. It's fine. Making rebellion moves outside of an operating base costs more and is and can cause trouble, though. That is a thing. So yeah, I'm just trying to figure out how it works. You can withdraw people by spending. Uh... Oh, you can spend three fourths any time to launch an ambush. I think that's just an automatic power you get. Um, it's health yes, that you spend to withdraw figures. people. So you can withdraw someone now if you want them ahead of time from your bank with two health. Oh, you mean someone like a companion that we've already uh, no, sent like to the Rebellion? The Rebellion can also generate a companion for you based on what they would have on demographics. So because you're friends with now Hutta uh, and Kynet Command, Kynet Command generates you, um, I guess they're called humans in Star Wars? Human-likes? Baselines? Uh, uh, Near-humans. So Kynet Command generates near-human companions and Mandalorian civilians. Um, And you could probably grab a couple like Mandalorian soldiers out of it. And Narshutta generates crime people. Mm -hmm. Or We should bring a crime person. I think we said it's Narshutta. Narshada, which is a moon of Nalhada. We should bring yeah, a yeah, yeah. who has who has two stats. One of them is loaded. There we go. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the Innocence Playbook has criminals in it. There's like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten criminals. One of them's an angry mob. Nice. Oh boy. Or Granny Sweetums, who's a murderer. <laughs> I wonder what that's from. Actually, I, I love the uh, the mission to Zix reference in it with the uh, the the Midnight Shadow playbook. My God, it's so good. So, My wife uh, is so yeah. happy. Who do you want to bring with you uh, from your companion pool, or do you want to bring no one from your companion pool? You guys already have companions on hand, I imagine. So. For my companions, I'm still bringing the clone trooper mercenaries I had hired, as well as Meathead. Nice. Uh, yeah. Kess, do you want to bring any more Mandalorian backup or? Um, I don't know. I, I, I'll bring. Uh, I'll bring Mesla, who is Elven Shadow, because they're very sneaky, and that would probably be useful. I don't know if Wayfarer is necessarily. Come on, you got to bring Wayfarer. He's from Session One. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll bring Wayfarer. <laughs> He's your guy. You picked him up in the first like session or two, and he's there now. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So it sounds like you're not doing any more rebellion stuff before you leave. So we'll just move to you meeting with Bail Organa. That work? Sure. Yep. All right. Uh, the lights dim. Uh, people clear out. General Kalani comes in. Uh, he's basically the major stakeholder here with you guys. They're not going to bring anyone else from the rebellion in for this meeting. Uh, Holometers come on and. Bail Organa appears in front of you. Uh, he's clearly not at the Rebellion HQ. He's clearly on Coruscant. Um, and yeah, uh, he comes on into the room, you know, sees all of you there, like, because he has a hollow emitter of you guys in his room back home. And uh, it's good to see you again, my friends. How are things going in your with Kynite Command? Progressing, se- <clears throat> sorry, progressing steadily. We're, we heard about the next moves of the Spider-Snake Alliance. There's going to be 
trying to get their claws into Camino. That's very troubling. Camino has a lot of secrets and skeletons buried under its waves. We definitely don't want them disrupting any of that, especially if we have our own interests there. I don't want to see the Empire being drawn to Camino at all. And when he says Empire, he means Empire. He doesn't use the word Empire for anyone but the Empire. The Galactic Empire. Yeah, the first Galactic Empire. The real one, not the spider and snake nonsense. <laughs> oh, yeah, I... Oh, yeah, shit. Um, I should let listeners know, yeah, I, I haven't seen Bad Batch. We're in June 2021. I just I just haven't. I just haven't seen any of it. I have no idea what goes on into it. I just know it's the Bad Batch clones and um, Fives? Is, is it Fives with the little plug hand? Or is that Echo? Echo. Echo. Yeah. Echo. It's that's Echo. Yeah. I just, I just, that's all I know. I, I, I don't know anything about the show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no. So Bail Organa, Jimmy Schmitz, you know, he doesn't want the Empire snooping around Camino. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be, we're planning to move in soon. That's good. Try to make contact with the families and see what we can do. That's good. Get your boots on the ground. Talk to the people. When, when, when tyrants like this move through areas, they often displace everyone around them. The people will be the first ones to give you information and help bail you out of this, as long as you can show them that you're on their side. Well, keep that in mind. I say, I can't win no one. Right? Um, things, with the, things with the rebellion continue on. Uh, the different cells are working as they're working. The, the different cells are working. We have... We're having problems with one of our teams. You should know about this going in in case you hear rumors. Um, Rogue Squadron is currently off on a mission, and we haven't heard back from them. We think they're tracking down that super weapon or that planet killer people are talking about. Now, I'm going to point out there is no Rogue Squadron. Yeah, we've we've never heard of that before. (laughs) Right? It's the report I've gotten from Mon Mothma back at uh, Rebel Command. Rogue Squadron is on the case. Um, If you get a chance, could you please check out the planet Jeddah? Is the Alliance looking into it? Do you have intel we don't? We stay away from Jeddah because that's been Saw Gerrera's forward operating base for the last few cycles. And we've been getting odd reports about Saw Gerrera. So if you have a chance to go by Jetta, maybe just check in so we can get a report update. Okay. If we hear anything about Spiders and Six moving in, we'll look into it. Bail nods. May the force be with you. With them for the moment. Yeah, he nods. Uh, you know, thankful. Says, "May the force be with you." And uh, is going to end the call unless you got anything else for him. Out of character, I had to physically stop myself from saying it. Also, with you, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the Catholic schooling, anyway. Right. All right. Call ends. Lights go on. Uh, Kalani looks to you all. So, how do you want to do this? As he starts bringing up like I, resources and assets and uh, the Camino system. Yeah, I, uh, I would turn to Lamnar, expecting him to uh, take point on this. All right. So, we. It sounds like. Spiders and snakes have leverage or are making leverage against all three fa- all three families. We'd find out more from Duo Clops when we meet him in person, but we're going to be have to expect there to be uh, enemy troops, enemy agents, 
forces on planet. We have been getting we've been getting ground reports of Camino that it might be, for lack of a better term, in the areas that you're going to occupied. We don't have any ground forces on Camino or any assets there that let us leverage against them, but there have been reports of. You can kind of hear something grinding on the inside of the, the, the robot chassis, like like almost like processors, even though he's not a droid. We think we're hearing that there are clone troopers on the planet. Well, there's always been clone troopers on Camino after the war. It's sort of the these hub ones, for... These ones are wearing newer armor, and these ones are coming in by the hundreds. Coming in from where? Off planet. Hmm. That is worrying. One of our assets, uh, one of our assets that were working near the system, was able to catch this transponder code that was coming off of a. It, it was odd. It, it, it almost like it came from a vessel, but we didn't have any vessels in the area we could track. But it was a transponder signal that appeared briefly before they entered the orbit of Camino, and it matches the Mandalorian signals from the captives that you were dealing with. What? That. What? This sounds like an opportunity. We should check this out. Agreed. I ran yes. these scenarios by our tactical droids, and they gave us a pr- they give a pretty fair percentage that your hostages have been relocated. So they're likely on Camino now. It's possible. I don't know. I wouldn't trust a tactical droid. Why not? Wait a minute, you're a battle droid. Exactly, that's why not. <laughs> what? Do, do you really think that all of our all we droids are programmed the same? I mean, yes. no, but they're they're programmed for tactics. That's the point. They're programmed to be smug. I'll remind you that General Kalani's droid frame is a super tactical droid. Yeah, he's a tactical droid, not super tactical droid. They're different. <laughs> they are different. They are different. <laughs> the super tactical droids are the super tactical droids are even more smug oh yeah they're the best their design is also just great i would love to get a 3d print off of the super tactical droids to like paint its models oh my gosh i know disney get on it just good design okay uh so that's the info kalani has about camino there are clone troopers on planet that are quote-unquote off planet in reality they're actually not from off planet they're just from a different area that the spider snakes alliance runs (laughs) But they look like they're coming in from off planet. Well, um, your hostages may be there, and they don't have any rebel presence on the ground. So you'll be running with the issues of not having a rebel base on Camino when you try to use rebellion moves. Increased costs and trouble. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so do you got okay. anything for Kalani or the rebels? Uh... I mean, I don't unless he's got something for us. No, really nothing. I uh, can I like the last game with season finale. I created a bond with a group of Mandalorian civilians we were rescuing. Mm-hmm. Should we just spend health and feed them back into the rebellion to get uh, back you, health? You did throw them into the sort rebellion, of. and it did give the rebellion health. They're actually in the list, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, Mandalorian civilians from the Mandalorian Prophets. Yeah, I kept a little yes, list okay. of uh, all that. All right, I can just clear that up then. Okay, so... um, All right, if that's everything, 
then I think we can move into the quote unquote long journey. My plan for the long journey is to put you guys on Kamido and kind of go from there, make each scene a little bit different. I guess we'll start with a core scene with you meeting like duo clops and then kind of spiraling off from there. Right. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, that's a good point. All right. Well, the montage scene that plays out is you guys load your materials onto your ship, which I think is still the, the quote unquote necrobore. But we just haven't gotten to there yet. Did that happen yet, Pete? Did, you, did they get the necrobore? Yeah. I don't remember. You don't have the ship playbook yet. All right. Well, I don't remember that. But you get loaded onto a ship then, and you guys uh, make your way to Camino. Um... I guess I can establish Camino. So Camino is a water world, clearly. Like, it's an ocean planet. Um, it has moons because it clearly would have tides, and those moons have been terraformed into ocean planets. Uh, well, the ones that are habitable anyway. The ones that are inhabitable are strip mining operations or uh, superstructure satellites. Like, one of Camino's volcanic moons has been completely turned into a foundry. One of its, uh, like, you know, dead, you know, almost fully quartz and diamond moons has been converted into a large networking array that uses crystal frequency harmonics to, like, communicate across the whole planet and, like, in the inner solar system. Uh, there are satellites in orbit, artificial ones that have, like, ship docking stations, um, you know, space bases, um, planetary defense arrays, shielding systems. Camino you know, before it fell on hard times, you know, that it's going through right now, was once one of the most, you know, one of the most fortified and developing planets in the Republic. They had a lot of pull and a lot of money, mostly because they were funneling the Republic's coffers into them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, that's why Camino... <laughs> You know, while it still looks great now from the outside, uh, the planet itself is going through hard times, thus the rename to the slum world of Camino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bunch out of work, snobbish nerds and scientists. All right, the province. Um, so Kaminoans build their cities coming out of the water, but they're generally speaking much lower under the seas, built on the bottom of the ocean or like tectonic shelves spread out among them. They have floating cities. Um, and like underwater kind of mobile, you know, uh, sea current cities, like the whole place is built to just live in the ocean. Uh, you are landing in a territory called the Valence Accord. Um, and the landing platforms is shows that this is a more industrial sort of traveling trade area. So there's multiple ship docks spread out in like hexagonal rings with water. And the whole place looks like an oil rig. Like a big advance sticking out of the water oil rig with platforms everywhere and tunnels going beneath the waves. You can see lit up cities underneath and like lightning and shocks happening from underwater vehicles crossing through traffic. Um, further out away from the cities where there's various like machines that keep things from uh, getting too close. You can see the waves ripple as the shadows of large uh, Leviathan class creatures swim through the, the sort of deep ocean area against the storm. There's an ever present rainstorm. Uh, Slumworld Camino, your ship lands, the docking bay opens up, and it is just pouring sheets of rain, and this place has seen better days. There's signs of uh, rust that are showing on the platforms itself. There's uh, graffiti kind of everywhere. Uh, people's equipment looks broken down. Uh, a lot of the screens have been vandalized and don't run anymore. If you're Kaminoan and see on the ultraviolet frequency, there's even more graffiti just everywhere, like ultraviolet frequency tuned um, electroglyphs have been kind of set up 
everywhere. The moon that's half diamond that gives off that communication hub, it's projecting an AR field like that goes through the planet. So if you're Kaminoan and you have infrared uh, you know, eyesight, which Kaminoans do, you could see an altered reality like overlay across the whole planet. Like old vending machines had advertised that say new vending machine found three blocks down and gives you like a little like tippy tappy map to go to. Um, doors have panels that you can kind of just like touch an invisible uh, sensor with like your Kaminoan hands and it'll activate the technology for you that normal people can't see. It's very advanced and it's flickery and in your face and desperate because it's starting to get advertising. Home sweet home. For non-Kaminoans, everything looks um, like you're in a, a blank, featureless, badly CGI'd white, like like ceramic city. For Kaminoans, it looks like cyberpunk. Like it's all adverts and neon and 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 noises and sounds everywhere. I uh, I pass Kess some goggles and I just say, don't wear them for too long. Uh, I'll give you a headache. And Kess, they Kess is, see Kess is what holding, I see. Yeah, Kess is holding them, but he also has a helmet on right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just put your helmet into the goggles and it'll give you the frequencies. <laughs> he probably has a scanner, but he doesn't want to use it right now. So he'll 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 look through them for a bit, but probably uh, he'll hold on to them, but he's not going to wear them around. Does uh, does Oom ninety three pick up on these signals, or or do they specifically not broadcast to droids? Because why? It's just, an in, it's just a weird infrared frequency. If you're a machine, or if you have like that Mandalorian helmet, you guys can just get the frequencies and tune into it. You're both you you both have gear, or your you yourselves are technology, so you're able to interface with it. Yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, just like cybernetics, just swap them out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so this landing pad is maybe 10 uh, hexagons in a ring around a hexagon in the middle that are just kind of assembled like that. Each hexagon is probably the size of two football fields. Um, and they're just full of buildings and things going up, like like structures going straight up, structures going straight down, and structures that have bridges attached to them. And there's more platforms away from this landing area servicing all the ships and the transport going through that, that if you go down, you can find more. If you go across to other oil rig platforms, there's more city, basically. This whole place is just built above and below the waves. Mm. So yeah, Torrents of Rain, and you guys have arrived. So I think with the Rebellion playbook, you're trying to set up a meeting with Make Contact, right? I think so. So... Did we already arrange the meeting, or is this like a different meeting? This is what will be happening. So a so player is going to make a sense roll. So when you call upon a rebel contact inside of a base roll plus sense. All right. Uh, do we? I think it's on the Empire sheet. Yeah, I'm looking at that. You all have at least one bond with the Empire, so you do have notoriety one, and so does the Rebellion. Which means you're considered a troublemaker by those who know you. Uh, soldiers will confront us into... What was that, Wait. Pete? Sorry, say again? Oh, I gotta roll a die. You're killing me. Where's your dice roller, Pete? Uh, let me dig up my dice. That might be important. Okay, I found Peter's there dice roller, so I no longer need it. It's all good. All right, one, you can't two, type it into six. Two. I rolled a four, which was not a one, which means you're fine. All right. 
Cool. I, uh, I'll roll sense for the make contact because I helped set up that meeting. All right, go for it. Uh, I, roll, I roll with hope because you guys have bonds with you guys and you're all here with me. Yeah, we're helping. Yeah. Yeah, you're Listen, all together. That's, uh, nine with sense. That's an 11. All right. It goes well. Nothing bad happens. You may spend force for, or intel for the appropriate benefits. They may have news to pass to you, and they'll pass your own news or message back to the Rebellion for you. I don't know if this was for this guy, Pete. This sounds like if you're trying to contact the Rebellion playbook on a planet where the Rebellion isn't present. I think we went back. I think this is backwards. Yeah. This oh, guy, like, if we hadn't done the research beforehand, I think that's what this is what yeah. we would have done. All right. Well, like you did we get found out the, that. Yeah. Like right. we, we reached out to the guy who owns the land and was like, hey, we, we want to make a counteroffer. And he's like, all right, come meet me. So we, we just, we're just doing that. <laughs> All right, uh, so you have a meeting with Duoclops. Uh, do you have a preferred meeting place? Uh, as always, we're all Kaminoans like to... The, the Kaminoan version of an art house, uh, there's a museum where they have painted figurines from, from high-class artists in the planet because Kaminoans are both very snobbish and absolute nerds. There's a museum where you know how people make figurines and paint them for like yeah. Warhammer or other tabletop games. Just a yeah. museum of figurines people have made and painted themselves, where people can just observe and comment on and insult or talk about the meaning behind them to make themselves feel better. Perfect. That sounds good to me. Uh, there was something I wanted to check out in the set piece gallery. Oh, yeah, because we could almost definitely use the exclusive celebration, which we might. Yeah, 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 yeah. This might not be a bad idea. All right. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so, yeah, there is a Kaminoan art gallery slash jizz bar, of course. They do music there. Uh, and they're showing off, you know, various artists' sort of exhibits and galleries uh, for their models and their sculptures that they make. So... Uh, you guys get to the Jizz Music Bar. There's a band playing that one song that they're always playing. Uh, and it's a fancy establishment. It has multiple floors. You guys are on the main floor where this is happening. And yeah, there's small models everywhere. They're painted and made out of different materials. Uh, they use that reactive you know, infrared paint, same as everything else in here. So some of them don't look painted at all. But when you look at them through goggles, they look extremely different and vibrant. Some of them are made out of meta materials. So like... There's, you know, a couple, there's a sculpture of an entire battalion of clone troopers, you know, maybe 10,000 clone, like, miniatures, but the material they're made out of is photoreactive and a weird metamaterial, so they're all strobe lighting constantly at different frequencies at different times from the paint they're on. It's a big nightmare. Uh, and I'm going to pause briefly, because... Okay, and we're back. I got all the moves to this location figured out. So, uh, my question is, how do you want to meet Duo uh, Duo Clops? Are you going to meet him here? Are you going to meet him outside? Are you going to go find his personal booth? What's the cool way to meet this guy? I mean... You know what? We have... I did just think of a really cool way to introduce him. Oh. Go for it. All right. Okay, so at the... You know, you, uh, the, the, the art studio, of course, they're, you know, making miniatures, uh, doing music, doing shows, coffee, there's stuff going on. There's a table set up where they are playing Stratagema. Now, if you don't know what Stratagema is, it is basically space Star Wars chess, but not that animatronic chess. 
It's a different one. And they are playing physical stratagema with the miniatures. So the way the table is set up is there's a bunch of bounty hunter scummy looking people around the table and a Kaminoan with three heads and like three sets of arms and legs in like a weird Kaminoan suit. And they're all using like measuring sticks and like calculators to do the game. And it plays out a little bit like James Bond and Casino Royale, where the multiple Camino duo clops uh, basically does a speech like, well, your four plus armor saves won't save you now. It seems like we're in for a wog <laughs> overrush, Mr. Bond, and uh, drops a dude into a pit. <laughs> oh. you, you really need to watch out for that turn, that round one wog rush. <laughs> Some bullshit like that. Some scene like that where it's supposed to be cool and poker or supposed to be Baccarat or something, but it's Warhammer 40k. That plays out. I don't know enough about the mechanics of playing Warhammer 40k. To Just imagine someone saying something cool about chess or Baccarat or poker in a James Bond movie, but they say it for like fucking Imperial Guardsmen or like stupid goddamn Tau fire uh, warriors. Some, either somebody rolls a whole bunch of D6s to like overcome the odds, or... Somebody rolls 1d6 like eight times, and on the eighth one, they're like, aha, now I don't take any damage. Christ. That's 40k. <laughs> anyway, the game ends amicably, and everyone gets up and leaves, and he's still sitting there uh, drinking blue milk. And I There's just mosey on over. I see that I... you two are a fan of the orcs. <laughs> You can't you can't beat their cohesion. Their organized chaos is too familiar. Do a cross nod with on. his uh what does he have? Three heads? Did I say he had three or four heads? Three he heads. Three. three. Okay, he has yeah. As many heads as you want to have. He, no, he nods his three heads. <laughs> So, you are our interested party. Correct. That's us. Okay, well, interest me. He kind of makes a motion with his hands, like, make your pitch. Alright, so just out of character, are we fine admitting we're part of the Re- Rebels? Like The Rebel Alliance? Yeah, I got two Kess and Stitch. Are we just fine saying that we're the Rebel Alliance to him beforehand? The Rebel Alliance just... to defeat the Empire? Uh, are we supposed to be like separate and not linked to them? Basically, was was the goal? Uh, kind of, yeah, a little. They didn't want uh, this the empire coming back to them. Yeah, we're... all right, all right, all right. So I, I got, I got it then. All right. <clears throat> Greetings, duo clubs. I am Kes. Uh, I am Lamna, <laughs> representing certain parties that are opposed to some vermin that are. That have been trying to get their hands on a certain project. I'm sure you know which one I'm talking about. Mm. Yeah, that's why you're here. Yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. you're I'm, interested I'm, I'm in a project. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He like nods and goes, we, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, the parties I represent would be more interested in the project not falling into their hands rather than possessing it on our own. I understand that it had significant value to the three relevant families and how and that they would still prefer to keep it in their control. We're here to provide leverage in that sort of situation if 
you're interested. You want to keep the inheritance estate Kaminoan, your nationalists. More that we oppose the faction that seeks to claim it. No, no, I can appreciate patriotism. That works for me. All right. Well, what do you have for us then? How would you? How would your benefactors seek to provide? Seek to provide aid. I'm assuming financially. Financially, uh, militarily. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, what's the word for espionage? I can't, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Uh, covert. Covertly. Hmm. So this partnership won't be currency-based. No. It's more letting you keep your currency than having to spend having to sell. I'm sympathetic with not having with with, with the recalcitrance of some people on planet for selling off assets such as these off worlders, but the families involved don't really have a choice right now. Their estates are in such an order that they need to make a move and they need to make it fast. So having military backing is fine and good, but what does that do for us today? Can you elaborate on the position of the three families? What's what's getting them to try and sell so quickly to foreigners? Well, the Aether Enclave requires... Uh, they require funds for some exotic medical uh, research they're doing, and the funds just haven't been coming in, and it's getting fairly critical. So they had thought that they had found the solution to their research problem uh, a little while ago, and that ended up being a dead end. I don't really know much more than that, just that that dead end uh, ended up being one of the reasons they approached us about selling. The other two families wanted nothing to do with it until the Red Archives um, recently changed their mind a week ago. They just completely flipped on it. And the Galaxy Machine Compact uh, has a new leader that's taken over after the previous uh, matron stepped down due to illnesses related to death. And the new matron is willing to sell. So, to summarize, the Galaxy Machine Compact's previous leader was killed or was that were causes shall we say not natural um the travel pod she was swimming in near our planet core which is liquid uh depressurized while in the planet core just kind it doesn't of, seem like is that sense. hanging <laughs> <laughs> so yeah she died pretty yeah. instantly Guys, I don't know what to say next here. Give me some hints or ideas. <laughs> oh, this isn't a blind auction, is it? Can we can we know what the offer on the table is? 60 billion credits. <laughs> and when's the and when and when's the sell date? Um uh, really the involved parties are going to be here any day now to start picking up their materials. It's not too late to sell to a more local party, but I need the assets. Some commitment right, to payment. We, we... Do you have All 700 right. million credits? I do have two precious items in my gear. <laughs> What's Actual, the conversion rate? I don't... We have I, precious I'm items, but <laughs> not nearly enough for this. Uh... <laughs> 
I, I was really I, hoping you were going to give me a chance to be able to play him in 40k for it or oh something. Oh my god. Like, like if, if you give me that chance, I'm going to take it. It's going to happen. A, dif- hmm. a different a different day, a different game. Actually, no, no. We, we can do that. Not even just for just for a chance to de- just for some time to come up with the funds. Just for, we wanted to delay the sell when we go talk to the families. If you could throw, <laughs> I could delay uh, I... the sale because Life Day is coming up, and we can kind of extend some of the soft time around it. But that would give you maybe three days at most past them arriving. All right. That... Uh, that would work well for us. We, I'm sure that we can come to an agreement with the three families before then. And okay. if not, you have your credits. Dual clops nods. If only we had a devil that had limited precious items. Oh, Peter, that, that would happen too. You'd be all like, yeah, I'm a crime syndicate boss. I took the devil playbook. I give him 60 billion credits and buy the fucking for us. <laughs> like, Problem oh. solved. Uh, I don't know what yeah. happens when the rebellion buys a source of power that was meant for the empire. Uh, Vel, Vel, what happens the, uh, when they do that? The, uh... When one of your powers is infinite money. Well, then there's also Ian's move where I'm like, oh, but we have this. And they're like, oh. <laughs> a black, a mox emerald. <laughs> it sparkles like glitters, it shines and delights. It must be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Owl House. Yep. <laughs> yeah, great show. That show, <sighs> that show is rad. Agreed. Yeah. <sighs> All right. I love it. All right, so we bought time. We bought time. We should go to. All right, so like, as we're like leaving, I guess, or do we want to like, I guess, take off and start planning? Yeah, which we can. Mm-hmm. We can do the planning through like a long journey or something. Like, we'll 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 sit down and hash out yeah. what each scene will look like while well, you get to like, the point. Uh... Um, <laughs> well, I don't know what point it is you're going to get to. Seven million credits. What did you say? Seven hundred million or seven million? Seven hundred and fifty million credits. Yeah, that was, 700- that was just a down payment. The full offer was sixty billion credits. <laughs> we uh, seven hundred million that- is the is the lowest amount he can accept on behalf of the families to automatically halt the sale. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we can come up with that kind of cash on well, short can. notice. We can go talk to Lorcana. <laughs> a, the cr- what li- the life day ba- uh, the life day uh, bank heist. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys so, are gonna go to like what uh, fucking not commercial? I already used that name. Yeah, Alderon. You're gonna Alderon and rob it a little. <laughs> Can we? We're going to rely on Bail Organa to bail us out. Can we go to Alderaan just to rob a bank and then leave, and then the entire planet blows up behind us? We're like, well, I guess it's the perfect crime. (laughs) They'll never know. (laughs) We'll never never be arrested for our crimes now. (laughs) Oh, my God. So it looks like there are two ways we can resolve this issue. The first is, as we said, come up with 700 million credits in three days. The second is to get the families themselves to agree to stop the sale. Yeah, figure out what's pressuring on them and who yeah, can yeah, get rid of the leverage. Them. The third is to uh, find another buyer. A 
buyer or like us. get another buyer that's interested. That's, that's actually a very good point. We can also do that. I, I don't know how many other buyers there oh. are out there that we can. Now, <laughs> because this project feeds into every Kaminoans trust fund, or at least the important Kaminoans trust funds, there are a lot of people that are very interested in stopping this sale. Not enough to pay for the 750 because that defeats the purpose. If it was. <laughs> so maybe. There are 59 contact. billion Kaminoans on Camino. There's not enough for 60 billion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. We need them. To, we need everyone to put in two dollars with like two credits. But one, but two credits is the exact. Um, okay, I'm switching into the Coomer voice for uh for the Kaminoans. Credit, <laughs> it's happening, right? Lamnar's the Kaminoan, right? But that's what yes, I spend yeah. on coffee every day. Two credits, Lamnar. But two credits is the exact price of a science shot. <laughs> So what? That's what way too low. Maybe what we could do is contact Chevron Laser React to see if he knows anybody who wants to buy a chunk of land with cool science stuff. They could make drugs on it, do a lot of crime. We don't that's even know what this project idea. is. But yes, definitely they would want. They would be interested. Yeah, that could that could maybe work. The Huts have a lot of money. You still have those tokens. <laughs> so, Tax-free. It feels like probably... the first scene in this long journey before we get to you guys, like, get into a fight with the Empire is you guys calling Chevron Laser React. <laughs> yes. Alright, so we'll set up a holovid call because this was the droid's idea. So you're all in a room. I'm still so, I'm still so sad because I have three, uh, three bonds with them, but like... I can't make companions. <laughs> so yeah, he's there. You remember him. He's a Wookiee. Or not a Wookiee. He's a Wampa. <laughs> that has like glowing <laughs> eyes and stuff. And it's maybe a little pudgier. Uh, when said, you see him... You you, what did I say you remember before? him, but I will not lie that I forgot completely about that he was a Wampa. So... <laughs> right? You'll remember him. Anyway, when you holovid him on, he is uh, lounging in what looks like some sort of mud bath, wearing a mesh tank top and some sort of gold sequence bathing suit. Uh, he's currently wearing a crown. There are Twi'leks and other alien women feeding him food. Uh, and he's just waving when you guys come on in. Chevron Laser React, your, your crown looks dope. Aw, uh, thanks, guys. My mom bought it for me. Oh, she's the best. <laughs> oh, bot is a weird word. Her worshippers offered it to her so that we would make the acid rain go away. <laughs> we didn't. I assume that's what you meant. <laughs> B- business is business. Business is good. Boss, what are they going to do? I don't do? remember Judge how we talked. I don't remember <laughs> how we talked. Um, <laughs> um, it was like, um... <sighs> like, file not found. Like, I forgot. None of us I, do. I don't... I, I don't I don't trust you guys. Oh no, your mother sent us. Oh, I knew mommy would send somebody. <laughs> Alright. Ah, it's me. So it's like I sound exactly like yeah. I sound like last season. Definitely. I, I think like like Cookie Monster, but he says mommy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Alright, perfect, perfect. Anyway, what can I do for you? What can I what, what can I do for my favorite rascally little goofball? Uh oh wait. Sorry, I was using your voice. You were um, mirroring. 
<laughs> we, uh... These assholes are gonna buy... Sorry, I shouldn't say that. This is Star Wars. You don't cuss in Star Wars, right? These assholes. <laughs> it's like in Harley Quinn when uh, Harley's <laughs> looking at the memory of Joker pushing her to the acid, but she throws herself in or whatever. But, like, she's like, well, well guys, I gotta watch this bleached asshole bleach mine. Like, it's just it just comes at you so fast. <laughs> oh, boy. Mm. Um, all right, all right, all right. Whew, this game is too good. <sighs> it's a lot. Yeah. All right. We found out that the spider and snake guys who took you are trying to buy a big chunk of land over here on Camino. Oh, yeah, you gotta we do that. We want to buy them out. Yeah. Well, we want to buy them out, but we don't oh, have Oh, yeah, money. you gotta do that, too. But somebody, you or somebody you know, might want this land and have money. I do have credits, and so does my mommy. Well, she has offerings. I handle the money because I'm a criminal and she's a god. Uh, how much does it cost? Like, 100 billion credits? 60, actually. Because my, my allowance doesn't go higher than that. I, I, went, yeah. I went to go cover yeah. your mouth before you talked, but I wasn't fast enough. <laughs> can, I, can I roll the shit <laughs> That's That's right the movie. Can I roll Grace to like stop him and be like, we're gonna fund her life? <laughs> just, just, just roll, roll finish him with blood so you get your 40 billion payday. <laughs> just to kill him. <laughs> we decided to leave. We decided to now we're we rogue traders. Time to <laughs> <laughs> oh, learn that system. Um, it's like, okay, guys, I know we were doing fellowship for this series, but this game is now deviated from fellowship. We're playing fucking. Oh, not the good guys anymore. You can do fellowship. See, you can do that with fellowship, though. You can do rogue trader with fellowship with the horizon. So I guess I just you say. David gets to swap playbooks to the horizon. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because we're not dealing with the empire anymore. <laughs> well, that's how that ended. You want to know the Spider Stake Alliance went down? One episode. <laughs> right, I, I, we I rolled, left. I rolled. Finish them with blood. I got a ten. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> I'm just I'm there, sorry, bleeding that... on the floor. It's like, I'm no, sorry, no, I deserve that. I deserve that. Didn't think things through. <laughs> uh, that that should be enough to buy it out, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I could find someone to do that. Sure, I'm not allowed to own property off planet or it starts a war, but I could find a guy to do it and pay him off. I just got to get a third party. Yeah, it's just proxies. <laughs> yeah, we do that all the time. Proxy buying, proxy wars, proxy assassinations. Yeah, it's a good word. You're speaking my language. <laughs> you, want us to, you want us to manage it for you or own it up for you? No, I'd have to go through my mom's people. Sorry. No, no, that, that makes sense. That makes that's sense. That's okay. You're doing us a favor by asking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go. I'll get that sorted out, and we'll figure it out from there. I'll go process by my mom. Does anyone remember his mom's name? <laughs> Not at uh, all. Gorgon the Hut. What was her name? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gorgon. Gorgon the Hutt. Gorgon the Hutt. Oh, that's amazing. That's a good Star Wars name. <laughs> <laughs> that's solid, actually. Uh, I was like, all right, check my Bonds list. Yep, there she is. There she all right. is. Well, he'll end the call, and he'll go do that, and you you have set the seeds for Peter's death uh, at this point. <laughs> that is exactly how Peter's going to die now. <laughs> <laughs> a crowd for a king, and they open up a, a pipe, and gold-pressed Latin and molten pours out all over you. <laughs> they put Not you credits. in a machine that makes... <laughs> No, no, he's crushed crushed to death in tokens. In casino tokens. Yeah, yeah, it's like like one of those meat grinders, but it just, like, grinds metal into coins. (laughs) It's one of those, like, penny press machines, but really big. It's it's, it's Uh. like the melted coins are poured on him. (laughs) So much. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Oh I god! Okay. I love this. This is so good. All yeah. right, I'm gonna... let's, let's transition to the next scene. Then, who wants to lead the next scene? I would point out that your three Mega Man options would be for one of each of the enclaves, um, with potentially other options based on ideas you have, like fucking Insling's idea to to contact your hut friends. That was excellent, by the way. <laughs> uh, I didn't know how I'd kill Peter, but now I know. Like it's perfect. It makes everything work. <laughs> Okay, so the long journey, we are trying... The The end goal is to get to where? The end of this long journey is getting to the end of the session where you face off against the Spider-Snake Alliance. The scenes you're setting up are trying to set up advantages for when that happens in the meta sense, or trying to smooth out enough of those three issues so that by the time you confront them, you'll have enough weight behind you that they won't get their set piece at the end of it. Or their, okay. uh, their uh, what do you call it, their source of power. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if we don't have it, if like somebody who we could become an ally with does, then like that's great, and that's another fellowship we could make. Yeah, there you go. You could also make fellowship with the Kaminoans here because they're spiders. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so, so yeah. Turns, once the view screen turns off, he turns around and goes, "All right, now that that's going on, now we can try Plan B. <laughs> we'll see which one works first. Certainly <laughs> <sighs> couldn't hurt to ingratiate ourselves with the locals. Yeah." You know, if every right. if every local just pays five credits, you'd have almost enough. <laughs> but that's stupid. Let's go meet some red locals. <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> clank, clank, clank. Fucking out. All right, you guys walk outside, and a squad of clone troopers uh, passes on by you guys, and they're clearly, like, patrolling the area. They're wearing... Um, it's a real hodgepodge of what gen armor they're wearing, but it looks like it's been upkept and cleaned. So, like, you know, it's all the different kind of customized sets you see across the Clone Wars TV series. Uh, except they have a red handprint uh, over, like, their uh, their helmet and their where their heart is on their chest cavity. Have we seen that handprint somewhere before? Nope. I'm, I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna okay. roll knowledge local. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, fucking Pathfinder? Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Can I t- can I uh, look closely to see if these are like regular clones or are these the weird clones that they mentioned? Uh yeah, look closely. Do it. All right. Uh, well, that's not that good of uh, it's. Look closely is sense. So that would be a six. That's a fail. Yeah, I think all so, yeah. right. 
Six is you ask one question from the list, and I can anyone can answer, but the Empire has final say. So ask one question from the little closely list. Also, we find it out the hard way. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. What's uh, what's different with these clones than usual? They are extremely focused. Like, you've seen clones post the Clone Wars, and they seem kind of lost and disparate. Even ones that you've encountered that still work for, like, the Galactic Empire aren't... They don't act like they used to. Like, it seems like a lot of their energy is sort of gone. And they're getting older, too, with, the newer, with like, even the newer generations were made, you know, about a decade ago. And they're not supposed to last that long. Uh, these clones are alert, looking around, staying in formation, following regs, uh, not letting people get away with shit, and are basically acting like a crack squad. Um, oh, shit. These guys can automatically detect you because they roll with hope. Which means they automatically succeed at their task, and their task is look for trouble, and you're trouble. That is, that is us. We are that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fifteen clone troopers in like a tight formation, like in a in a march, um, like see you guys and like close in in a semicircle with like pinpoint accuracy. Guns not leveled, but clearly locked and loaded as the commander walks out and uh, like just puts out his hand, uh, demanding your identification, uh, your code cylinders. Identification, I citizen. My, I hand them my not not my birth one, but the like my best fake one. Are you, my best fake, yes. All right. Uh, a clone trooper walks up with a backpack on, and like his helmet looks different because that's tech stuff on the eyepiece or whatever. And he has like a computer hooked up to that backpack with like a little dish on the back, and he plugs in your code cylinder, and with hope, sees through the ruse as it immediately gives back a. Eh. The clones look to the rest of you. I assume they don't look at the droid. Uh, They're looking at people who can give clone cil- who can give uh, identification cylinders. I, I I look at Meathead, who's beside me. I'm like the giant yeah. mutant clone. <laughs> I forgot about Meathead. <laughs> and there's just three Mandalorians to one side, or probably two Mandalorians to one side. Do you guys submit your uh, identification, clones. like your papers? Do. Do we do, do we know what will happen if we do? Uh, gonna... They've already tagged you as criminals, and they're already going to arrest you. The mad the question is how violent that's going to get. I mean, legally, what right I, do they have to do so? I don't gonna, intend to get arrested. Uh, they I'm have. Gonna, gonna... They now now someone asked legally, and I'm going to respond to that with the forces backing them have bought the ambassador package for their dealings with the Kaminoan Authority here which means their private military counts as Camino's private military. That's actually a pretty good backing. Not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with that. <sighs> so other people had questions, though, before we escalate. What were those ones? I was considering speaking softly to try to try to, try to to like get this to be a little bit less hurdy than it's about to be. <laughs> I'm going to need you lot to submit yourselves for detainment. On whose authority? The Kaminoan Provisional Government. And, um, I, I don't I, believe them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, one of them has I mean, a data slate they pass over to you that shows that you're under arrest. Does it Does it give any, any information about how the, who they are like? 
Who bought the package that they work on? <laughs> nope. That's part of the package. An- anonymity. Okay. Um, can I... Okay, sure. Why not? I, uh, I'm going to mark one of... I'm going to mark keen senses to ask a question about my surroundings and immediately receive a truthful answer as I scan the data. They're like... They're chips, more or less, to see who they were sold to. And all that. Oh, like you're trying to scan their identities to do like your to check like who these clones came from. Yeah, where who they're actually working for. These clones are part of the Kaminoan planetary defense force. Like a garrison was established on Kamino to protect the planet with a permanent standing clone army. But all of those clones were decommissioned and liquidated by the end of the Clone Wars. There aren't any like records I can grab from uh, like who bought them when they were liquidated. Uh, like they were supposed to have been recycled back into material, like liquidated, liquidated. Oh, because oh. they couldn't feed an entire garrison of clones. Hmm. Like, yeah, it's dark, but they're property. So, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. How many were there? A planetary garrison worth. Just to preempt that question. <laughs> huh. Well, I don't want to get arrested. So, um... It's time to like, get away. It sounds like it's going to escalate to violence. Or at least I'm just going to jetpack away. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a bunch of people with us, so we can't... If we get away, do they come uh-huh. with uh, I mean, you got to make a case for them being able to get away if they can't fly or swim. Because I can grab one person, basically. Oh this god, we have so many people here. A lot of guys. Uh, I uh, I uh, so <clears throat> excuse me. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of what this precious thing could be. Because a precious thing can forge a bond, Uh-oh. um, but I, I don't know if bribery is going to work. I mean, they're police, so probably. Um, but these guys seem like they're doing an actual job. <laughs> hmm. It's been so long. What is my toolkit? Lots of gear options. 90% of them for combat. Do you want me to do you want me to pause while you're thinking? All right. Yes. So and we're back. So, uh what happens next now that we've discussed what's going on behind the scenes? The the clones are getting ready to arrest you and use violence. I'm getting ready to apply to violence. violence. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A good soldier follows orders, and they, uh, they'll stand down and continue on. I do not remove my hand from my weapon. <laughs> Hello, Void. Yes. We were just following a lead on where they are. Have you heard anything? <laughs> He's throwing a lot... He's wait, throwing a wait, lot wait, of words wait. at you. Just... Stop, stop, stop right there. I heard the words Anakin before we even get into anything else. 
that Gen- General Skywalker. The crazy nut job Jedi that kept crashing ships into, like, they kept committing war crimes for the Republic. <laughs> and he's now working for your side. I just put my hands in my face and just looked down because, again, I knew this guy from the Clone Wars. He had a reputation. Yes. General Skywalker, as far as the uh, Galactic Empire's official histronics go, was a loyal uh, uh, patriot that died defending uh, Senator uh, Supreme Chancellor Palpatine from the traitorous Jedi Council involving Mace Windu and his cohorts and died in battle of his wounds, succumbing in the Senator Palpatine Reconstruction Surgery Center sometime later that afternoon. He's like a dedicated war hero that everyone like remembers fondly as being the good Jedi, the Patriot. Right? Kess uh, is very interested in this stuff about Mandalorians and uh, captives and stuff, but he is not talking to Void right now. <laughs> you are still marked as you are still marked as Eternal Vengeance Death. All right, so the war dead war hero is back from the dead, and you want to. What was the second part of what you said? Clones and Mandalorians. I put my hands back in my head again. (laughs) We should really do something about that guy. It's not really an insane plan. Yeah, figure out a better reason to hate him. You know, that could be the answer he's looking for. Yes, you you hate him because you have accepted that you hate him. D- D- Force users talk like that. That's what they do. They And then they act like they're better than everyone. He literally yeah, calls himself... One of them. He literally called himself the chosen one in one of the meetings. Like, he said, I don't know, if I was the chosen one, I would do this. Wait a minute! Like, he literally did that in a meeting. Do you you know what he wants? I'm going to look over at the cloning facility over there. Sir, that is where we want to bring up (laughs) that the location, like the the inheritance facility, (laughs) is uh, very difficult to reach. The Empire is an easy way to it, but everyone else doesn't. So wait, wait. Are we saying that the clones are in the project matriculating inheritance Camino estate? Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. This the pieces are all coming together. <laughs> Weaving your web. All right. So it, Anakin is the one who's setting up the uh, the purchase. Well, Steelhead is technically doing the quote unquote purchase, but the purchase is at a pretty nominal price, considering that. Maul and Anakin came to the planet ahead of time to blackmail and destroy these families so they'd have to sell. Like Side that dude note. blowing up, that was Anakin. He did that. He killed some Kaminoans. Like, I'm going to kill a scientist. Sure, why not? I've killed plenty of scientists. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> as, as a side note, how's the money becoming? Are they like bringing it over in a ship loaded with like material teleportation or... magic and once they get what they need the money will quickly turn into uh you work for us now <laughs> all right so no chance of stealing it as well okay they don't they don't have 60 billion credits they have violence and sorcery 
Yeah. It's a pretty good substitute, to be fair. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, voice, what do you want? Do you want to screw Oranikin? Do you want to free the Mandalorians? What's the end game here for you? You and we'll the entire... You and half the galaxy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the team, buddy. So, you guys have successfully defused the clone trooper problem. What is your next move in this journey? So... Well, if we get the Mandalorians, then it kind of cuts this all off at the head. Because then they can't use uh, them to clone more. They, they'd still have the facility. And the facility okay. is advanced and powerful. Yeah. That, just means, use, that just means they'll use Rancors <laughs> instead of uh, Mandalorians. Oh, that's just as bad. That's so good that because, they, because we, we got rid of all the Mandalorians on the off. They left. Yeah, and I just used to have to track down a chapter house. Yeah. With right, the so, hell? So we, we should... Yeah. I feel like With, we should talk to people around the Fellowship and, like... I mean, I'm... Honestly, hmm? Sorry, sorry, go on. Well, like, like we could talk to people around here, fi- figure out what's going on, see if we can like stop the blackmail, or like do something about, it, or just like gain allies to then also, you know, put so, the boot so to other people. It seems to me that with Chevron's help, uh, the fact that like, that's his name, it just it still gets. With Chevron's help, we have the ability. We, we have the ability to stop the purchase, but we also need to. Get assets like deny the enemy their own assets on planet so stop them from just forcing that purchase with their troops and their guys and their blackmail and their guns so, and their guns. Uh, yeah, definitely. We should catch up with um, it, it's not so much we need to talk to the families to stop the purchase, so much as we need to talk to the families to stop the inevitable betrayal from the spiders and the snakes. Well, like, because the, like, hmm. the the image that I have in my head right now is that Maul and uh, Anakin are kind of like Batman. And everybody here is disenfranchised and looking for stuff to do and a chance to not be poor. So if we go and we offer them a chance to not be poor, we could be like the joker except like you know in this in this situation we're not the joker we're not guys we're not the joker kind of like like ba- basically like we use the same you know people are always like well why would people work for the joker and the excuse is like well cuz batman made it so bad for criminals so like we just kind of use that kind of logic to get people on our side and be like hey like what what else are you doing these guys are assholes let's use business against them and also maybe you can make us some clones just don't tell him sure something like that i don't know like uh like <clears throat> we could talk we could talk to the people on this planet like we have we have whatever day they get here plus 3 days yeah but i'm just saying that when we talk to them it should be more focused on i i would, I would think that's more focused on okay we have the money to do per- to buy this from you well, we, well, but you know they're going to attack you if you're not going to sell it to them. So we should we work to get with us to stop that from happening. Yeah, like we have, we have, we're setting up another buyer to come in. Now we have to work on the blackmail part and the 
and the threats part. And, oh boy, we need to recruit people for our rebellion. We do need to do that. That's important. So, like, in the meantime, we can go around and start recruiting people for the rebellion, and then once our plans start to slot into place, then we can start to take action. Because, mm-hmm. like, oh boy, the Empire has some really scary stuff. We need to also get some scary stuff. Yeah. I think, yeah, we just, I think we need to figure out what they have that they're blackmailing them with, besides the threat of force. Oh my god, uh, if right? there's anything else. Hello? I'm gonna say Maul's the one who did the murdering stuff, because he's really good at brute force stuff, and Anakin's doing other shit. I'm gonna retcon that. <clears throat> we, like, like, we don't even need to know what, what they're being blackmailed with. We just need to stop that blackmail. Or make right. it not matter anymore. So, out of the three families, which one would you like to tackle first? And do you remember uh, what they were doing to that family? Because I'm looking at the scratch pad and no one's taking session notes, so it's hard for me to keep up. I have some basic notes. I can just... I have to remind you, every time you ask me something and I answer, like talking about the Aether Enclave or the Red Archives, I am making that up as I'm saying it from my mouth. So, like, I do need notes at some point because I'm terrible. Alright, let me just post that. I'm also terrible at notes, so... uh... Yeah, that would, that Here, would help. Just... Wait, you're taking notes? You have a separate notes thing, not in the scratch pad? Oh, so you do. <laughs> this is exhaustive. Wow, okay. Wait, where are they? Whoa, whoa, whoa where, where, where are they? Which is uh, he just linked I, it to I Discord. Just... God damn. I just, oh. This is exhaustive. <laughs> what was it? Is it on his uh, character sheet? Yeah, yeah. No, he just linked it to the Discord. <laughs> Okay, his notes seem a lot better than mine, so. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll, just, I'll, I'll, I'll delete mine from the scratch pad. I'm an embarrassment and shame. No, I'm using Link that. this here. <laughs> Christ almighty. All right, I'll just, I'll just put this link here at the top, overpay a price. Now we got Pete's notes, the good notes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> that still doesn't answer the Wait, question. You- what are you guys, uh, what are you doing next? Right, that that is an option we have. (laughs) So I'm not going to say it. The Aether Enclave, I guess, like hit a dead end. But like, did they really, or did their stuff just get messed up? Like, we can talk to them, see what's going on, see what they're see what they're researching too, because that could be worth it for us. All right, that sounds like the first step to go to then. Yeah, like, like if, if they're doing medical research and they come up with like a really cool thing to help us like fix hurt people that the rebellion has a lot of, that could be money. There's and also we... there's also that Camino has the galaxy's largest collection of actual retired clones, former soldiers, and those would definitely be interested in fighting to protect Camino from foreign invaders because it's the closest thing to a home they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So if we want sport troops to oppose uh, the spiders and snakes, we have them right here. Yeah, so that's another contact point. Yeah, those those sound good to me. Yeah, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest we go to the Aether Enclave first. All right, so. Uh, the Aether Enclave has a research and development campus in this city area in one of the towers and one of the docking ports. 
Um, how are you going to get in to see them? It is, it's closed off from the public. Now, your contract duo, uh, clo- your contact duo clops can get you in, but they're going to expect you guys to show like some sort of credential uh, or some sort of like, you gotta, you're going to have to convince them that you're worth something because duo clops is like, you know, he's just the fixer for the families. Um, could I get, uh, could I forge a bond with dual clops and then use that as a precious item, which is also useful to get him to, to stick his uh, necks out? Yeah, I'd be like, no, come on, like, yeah, sure, sure, just, that makes sense. These guys, fine, you have to like stick his rub- necks out, and he does. I'm imagining as like the Rebel Alliance exists, and so when a bunch of people show up and are like, hey, we don't want to share our credentials, they're like, okay, Rebel Alliance, got it. Either that or criminals, and we'll just arrest criminals. Right. Okay, well, you get to the Aether Enclave's research and development of uh, arcology, I guess, like its structure. Um, again, looks exactly like that kind of stuff looked like in Clone Wars. You know, a lot of whites and smooth surfaces and not a lot of details because the CG's a little soft. Yeah. Not a lot of handrails either. No. What's an ocean? Uh, I don't have that here. Yeah. Clank, so yeah, Camelones everywhere. Uh, they're doing research and development. They're at terminals. They're checking like material and just looking at machines and stuff. You know, it looks like a giant hospital research area. So it's not very like interesting. Do am I familiar with some of the people here? Because sure, absolutely. I used to... Yeah. All right. So I just call up some of my old contacts and just uh, ask them to meet me. Yeah, they'll meet you there. What's or, their? Uh, who are they? Uh, Captain I'm gonna Command say my, Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to say my cousin uh, Jessnar is uh, working on the on, working is like an executive in the Enclave. Sure. Who is? Uh, yeah, and just uh, I call them up and they meet us at the entrance. Yeah, Jessnar's there. All right. So, what is happening? Cousin. Nah, hello, hello there. there. Long time no see. Yes, it's good to see you, cousin. How's the family? The family is profitable. They are doing well. It oh, is damn, good to hear that everyone is... It is good to hear that uh, everyone is both prosperous and productive. We project another generation of scientists to be coming from the next batch of family being brooded. Of course. Every generation of Kamino went to some kind of scientist. <laughs> More or less. They were scientists. <laughs> Pretty solid prediction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, a- uh, aiming for your old alma, uh, alma adder. Your old, your old uh, university? Oh, please, cousin. I don't have time for those free days of being a research assistant or a student. I have real work to do. Can't just be lazing about with my studies. I meant for your kids, but yes, fair enough. Eh, we are thinking perhaps that some of the next generation can be outsourced off of Camino to other science facilities. The Empire's Imperial Academy is looking competent enough. Eh, I wouldn't say so, but I'm not, let's not get into, let's not get into academic politics. 
you may wish to think of this cousin. One of our other cousins was recently picked up by the Empire for their science projects. They were specializing in hyperdrive reactors and in hyperdrive reactor powering and the theory of linear versus quadratic growth in megastructures being moved through space. The contract paid out to the family was in the tens of millions of credits. I'm sure it's nothing. Huh. I, al- I, always, knew, I always knew Sam Nar would become a success one day. Good to see he's good to see he did well. Sam Nar. Right? I'm just I'm just making it up, man. Right? I know, it's just so good. <laughs> Lamnar and Sam Nar. It's so it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> the uniforms uh... may be a bit meh. But at least the Empire has currency. Yes. Speaking of currency, uh I'm I'm representing a party that recently came into a large amount and is interested in purchasing a real estate, a project in real estate here in Kaminoa. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, go and, on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, project, uh, project matriculating inheritance. Ah, the family business. You've heard Indeed. about the sale. Indeed. Came here to sort of the interested party is one that I would see not get their hands on it for. We don't reason, like making. We don't like selling intellectual planet properties to outsiders. But these are desperate times. You must understand the wine oh, caches no, are com- getting low. Oh, I complete. I completely understand, cousin. I mean. How are we going to enjoy our cav? How are we? How are we to live if we can't enjoy our caviar? Right. I haven't. I've had to cut back to spice consumption merely five cy- cycles a week instead of my usual seven. But Things are getting and wait, and we're back. There's a delay. Like you have to. You got to wait for the thing. And I'll just footnote. We will start here. You have no idea how bad it is getting here, cousin, seen as you're off-world, but no society truly suffers like Camino has during these unprecedented times. I try to understand. I don't fully, but you're right. But it does break my heart to see what has become of our, of our, of our people and our way of life. Which is why I understand the, how the families would turn to selling uh, projects uh, s- selling one of our greatest projects to outsiders, and I, I, I understand and I empathize. It's merely which outsiders is being sold to that I have issue with. The group that was trying that made the offer is very barbaric and uncouth, and which is why I. I I found myself being representative of another group of interest that was willing to pay far more. The only issue is once the payment's complete, what's to stop the first group from just showing their true barbaric nature and resorting to violence to take what they cannot buy? I mean, they're definitely not the types of pay their bills. We have a saying in academia, cousin. 
funding funding has no barbarism. It doesn't translate as well as it can among the outsiders here, but this project requires upkeep and time and staff and people who understand what's going on. You know, why aren't you here for the for the preview? Don't you want to see the pitch? Uh, yeah, sure. Take us to the. We pitch. should do the pitch. Let's do the. He gestures to come with, and like they go, they you guys take an elevator to like a different floor, the presentation floor, where there's like a little grav lift that takes you through like a setup of the office, where there's like droids and holograms of actors. And he's like, "Yes, let's do the pitch. The pitch." And he gets you all to sit down, gets you to put name tags on, gives you pamphlets and data pads. Nothing paper. Paper doesn't exist, as we all know. Um. Let's see if I remember. Yes. Okay. So, you're all ready? As ever. Go all for right. it. He's, he starts up the, the, the skiff and it starts driving you through this floor. The floor is a, it's a big floor. It's going to take you a while to get through. Uh, so, the first parts of the pitch talk about the academic vetting, the science, the history of it, a brief uh, touch point on the Clone Wars. And it's like, and that brings us to Camino's greatest project, the Clone Project. We took gene seed material from a Mandalorian mercenary, one of the best and and one of the best and highest vetted uh, asset for the project, and used that to create the clones. And he goes through the Clone Project, forced growth, you know, the technology that was used, the different families involved, blah blah blah. That ends kind of the first like two thirds of the trip, just going over like what clones were and how useful they were and all the different capabilities and the, and also downsides of the project, you know, like, you know, the small margin of error with some of them where they go off or like them needing upkeep and being fed and a weird strain of individualism among them. If they like weren't properly taken care of and stuff, you know, failings that by the time they get to the end of it, it's like, and you can see why the galactic Republic would have use for clones in their clone war and their era of turmoil, but upon reformation into the first galactic empire, they saw no need to continue the contract of their preceding empire. Which brings us to today. This has been like an hour, by the way, at this point. So the skiff stops, there's a big amphitheater, he brings you in to sit down in seats, and then he gets up like onto a stage in this theater, and it's like, what if I told you, like he has cue cards on like a data slate, what if I told you that the prosperity Camino saw with its Clone War project selling strictly to the, the Republic could be replicated today? Leave space for questions. Who would be interested in such a high, demand, who, such a high number of clones? That is a very good question. And I would answer that with a philosophical retort. Who wouldn't want an entire want the assets we're about to start producing? Droids, of course, have always been the number one source of labor. Of course, next to slavery in our in our galaxy. But what if we could give you a servant that ate half as much as a biological, required half the upkeep, lived twice as long, and was nearly indestructible? Pause appropriately for. Aww. I'd say you have to be joking. I was trying to sneeze and stop. <laughs> what? What? what are, right, where are they then? 
In humble investors, I present to you the next stage of the Clone Trooper project, Project Primaris. And like the amphitheater behind you, the curtains roll back and a space, uh, a clone trooper, uh, probably a little bit bigger than Meathead and more filled out, uh, stomps up behind him. He is big. He is encased in like heavier plated clone trooper armor. that looks a little more square uh, than it does round, kind of like how AT-AT and ATSTs look. Um, and yeah, he just lumbers on in. This is our prototype. The Primaris clone trooper boasts a massive increase in in both size, speed, agility, and thought processing. We married the nervous system directly to the various musculature and skeletons so that their thinking is distributed across the entire body and then added access points for droid hardware to compensate. We actually seal the unit inside their armor and have both of them act in consort. It's a cybernetic clone. With gene seeds we've extracted from from Mandalorian donors we've received from some of our investors, we've been able to increase most of the the genetic memory and training that the Mandalorians are famous for, uh, apply it better to these units uh, as if they were experiencing it, and even include a live memory feature so that when clones are decommissioned, we can pull their memories and implant them in the next generation. Every generation of Primaris Marine will become more cunning, clever, and powerful than the last. Integrated weapon systems, e-web repeating blaster with a fully independent power system that self-generates its own energy, providing that they proving that they never uh, providing a weapon platform that never runs out of ammunition and can move over any terrain. The arc trooper system, most famous in the Clone Wars, is directly integrated into their system as uh, move assist, uh, jump jets, terrain navigation, hazardous environments, and has all the standard intake and outtakes for oxygen generation, for space maneuverability, and underwater pressure. The marine, it's, the clone itself is bred in such a way that they can survive deep pressure in the vacuum of space. Pause for awe. I, I, just, start, I just start clapping. Like, this is an amazing <laughs> piece of biological work. Horrifying, but amazing. Cast and the other Mandalorians are sitting very still. <laughs> the droid, the, the <laughs> battle droid sitting with them is also like, ah. Uh... Deliberately not saying anything about this right now. So, questions from the audience. How much does it cost? The cost per unit is still in flux at the moment, as the systems made to produce Primaris Marines is still being ironed out. A lot of exotic materials are involved. Some of them are supplied by our benefactors themselves and are helping us break through just tons of development issues that we weren't able to account for back when the original project was being designed during the Clone Wars. This was meant to be the end to the war, but we just the technology wasn't there. And in the interceding decades, we've made the breakthroughs. But I, I, let me point out that while costs might be a concern, we have recently come in come into contact with materials and technology that will allow us to pass on savings to you per unit purchased if you turn in previously purchased batches of clones from the Clone Wars project or from our liquidation auctions. We think that we have we, we are developing a process where we can take old defunct clones and bootstrap them into the primaris project wouldn't the degenerate wouldn't their cellular degeneration impact 
that uh, procedure? Absolutely. But new technologies we've, de- we've developed and are refining have eliminated that vector in clone physiology. Fascinating. Anyone else? How can we get a piece of the action? <laughs> well, you could, you could talk to, of course, Duoclops, as he is currently handling the family's financial incentives in how to properly, you know, production, manufacturing, the contracts that'll have to undoubtedly go through. Uh, it's a bit of a special scenario. Um, but I hear it's not that much, you know, 60 billion credits. That's not so bad. And the results I mean, speak for themselves. We've put Horrigan here through every ARC Trooper protocol that we've had on planet dating back to the Clone Wars, even the ones the Jedi's developed. And he's beaten every record put forward by every squadron alone. Good job, Horrick? Horrigan. And he says that, like, Horrigan. his voice booms, like there's a click from behind his armor. Horrigan. You're magnificent. (laughs) Well, cousin, I can definitely say we would be interested in this project and funding. Uh, And yeah, I'm providing funding. Definitely very interested. We had thought that we would never get beyond prototyping. We didn't think we could get a viable prototype. And I just have to say, you know, with this leap forward, if we can get the other two families in line, we could restart the entire Camino economy. Horrigan here has destroyed every battle droid squad we've sent him up against. Just crushed it. I, I bet he has. <laughs> can you imagine what a what a what a what a planet with a defense you know fielded by Horrigans would look like? Oh, if we could get the Galactic Empire involved again, they would come back to us so fast. They would put aside this whole volunteer, what's the word, drafted army of citizens, and they'd go back to Camino. Everything would be great for us again, cousin. Yeah, we, we just didn't make them yes, big enough. Yes, it would. On the other hand, it could end the... On the inside, I'm also screaming. But on the outside, I'm showing full mad scientist support. <laughs> right? Uh, we, Two we, freakishly we believe... long thumbs up. You know, yeah, we, we couldn't understand why the Emperor would cut the contract. We knew our clones did well. They performed beyond even our expectations. But I think with, with, with these new models... The M, you know, you'll see them flying the Imperial Batters battle standards soon enough. You know, I, I bet we could find some uh, Alderanian uh, supporters or investors. Investors, that's what you need. Alderan's a patriot state, and they do have wealth. And they don't. I hear they don't even have weapons. This could change that. If we could make a sale to Alderan while they're currently serving the Senate under the Galactic Empire, oh. We could even get a regional governor to endorse it. Their legitimacy is so secure. I will remind viewers who don't remember the opening to Star Wars A New Hope, but literally the first thing that happens when you meet the Empire is them declaring that they've dissolved the regional governors. (laughs) (laughs) The thing that happens later on in New Hope is when the Empire dissolves Alderaan. Yeah, yeah. Or they dissolve the Senate and then the regional, the Moths take over. I don't remember. I don't remember this movie. It doesn't matter. We're we're making our own canon. (laughs) Right? 
Now, to make it clear, because this is a point I'm a bit, still a bit confused on, Project Mike is not Project Primaris. No, it is. It's just their name for it. Primaris is what... The project is the entire package. The Primaris clone trooper is one part of it. Okay. All right. I, I it also now. It, it also involves the genetic resequencing and leonization of old clones into young, healthy, vibrant clones, and then sealing them into the Primaris system and, like, you know, making them bigger and stuff. It also involves all the Primaris technology for, like, the power armor, their ships, weapon systems, energy cores, regeneration fluids, that kind of stuff. Um, tactical stuff, battle computers, droid microprocessors, all that is like part of Mike. And the and okay, and it was being bought by the Spider and Snake Alliance. I understand the full scope of what we're dealing with at the moment. <laughs> yeah, the full horrific. This scope. is a problem with a capital P. So obviously, oh. what we need to do is we need to contact our investors on in the banks in Alderaan and take out a loan to invest well, in this. Excellent, well, Kaminoan technology. Well, we already have uh, our the invest. We already have an investor willing to buy the whole project. Uh, but we could buy so much more. <laughs> well, yeah, if we think of invest in addition to that, that's true. Figure how they can go big or go home. Did you say <laughs> that? Oh, you know General Skywalker? Yes, I know him very well. Oh, that's quite excellent. You know, General Skywalker was the original Jedi we brought on board to consult with this project in the Clone Wars. It was such a shame when he became unavailable for that period of time. It's too bad you don't use any of his uh, material. He's the chosen <laughs> one, after all. Uh, Kaminoan uh, contracting with the Galactic Republic, or with the the Galactic Republic, or was it called the Galactic Republic? The Old Republic? The... Uh, Shit. I, I think, think it was just the Republic. The Republic? I think it, yeah, I think yeah. it was just the Republic. Yeah. Kaminoan treaties and dealings with the Republic and the Republic's treaties and dealings with the Jedi Order prevent Kaminoan technology from interfacing with Jedi personness. It's what a shame. They don't want us, they want to keep a monopoly over their special abilities. Well, I never want to. I would never speculate when I could simply come to a conclusion as a scientist. So my conclusion I would come to is that perhaps there was a reason. Uh, well, Jess, our, uh, we definitely are. Uh, our investors definitely would want to put money into this project. You have given us one heck of a show. Oh, excellent! And uh, I guess you guys are going to what? Like leave? Like are you going to leave the building? And, like, I break? guess. Okay, yeah, like so we came here, kind of found out. I'll give you a hook. The reason these guys decide they want to sell is because the Spider Stake Alliance gave them the material they needed to finish the the, the Primaris project. So that got them mm. really motivated. But it's, I see. It, you need all three, and they were only one, so the other two are also now falling into line. Uh, gotcha. But we'll scene swipe after you being all like, you know, that la those last lines you said to you guys in whatever accommodations you have. I guess your ship uh, with everyone around the table having a roundtable discussion of what to do next before we break. So, you know, gather together. So it's clear that the answer to all, all of this is money and force. Yes. Certainly can't allow this project to go to its completion. Again, we I mean, have the money. Uh, sh sh 
uh, Chevron. You know, Chevron is willing to put up the money to purchase the project. It's just that, well, I don't think the spiders and snakes are going to just give up without a fight. Then we need a, a military, an army. And there's one. There's a retired army station on the planet. There is. We could try to make contact with them, see if they'd be willing to help. We should do that. Does anyone know anything about that? Well, if they're clone troopers, they follow orders. Oh, right, Void's here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the redeemed now. Oh, right, you flip over. (laughs) That's what someone reminds me, why I should just join back this fight of the snakes. You should not, because Anakin Skywalker is still alive. I, uh... I, I turned to some of the clone trooper mercenaries who we hired, who also saw that presentation. Uh, and ask, uh, oh, you brought them. Okay. Well, I yeah, what, what do you ask? I'm just going to let them. Yeah, I asked them. Uh, do you know some people? Do you know some? Uh, some of your brothers here on the planet? We might get in contact about this. Yeah, they can reach out to people. Um, it's complicated, sir. A lot of our brothers would appreciate being back in the fight, but a lot of us are a little weary about trusting projects backed by invest by people we don't know about. The Kaminoans are different, but this seems it doesn't seem above board. That's my best uh, Morrison attempt at an accent. If we were to purchase the project and we were to, there's be opposition from the spiders and snakes. Would your brothers be willing to fight to put them down? Always stop. That's it, different. Stop an insurrection against the Kaminoans. That's different. These are crooks and criminals and they're fighting against the rebel Alliance. They need to go down. Then we should reach out to your brothers and get them on board. All right, so there'll be need to be scenes where you guys recruit some more clone troopers. Uh, what is the plan once you recruit them, though? Like, how are you going to go in and handle those other two families? Well, we see what their deal is, and uh... well, well, we know how one of them, one of their deals, is that their leader was assassinated, and mm-hmm. we don't know if their new leader is doing this out of fear or out of uh, like bribery or blackmail. Finding the notes again. Here we go. Uh, All right. So the Red Archives changed their minds a week ago, probably because of the Aether Enclave. Sorry. From the sound of it, it sounds like the Red Archives changed their mind a week ago because of the uh, Enclaves suddenly making a move. Well, well no. They, we were, uh, Duke, Duke Klops said that it was the, the Aether Enclave wanted to go for it when the other two families resisted until the Red Archives, Red Archives changed their mind. And the Galaxy Machine Compact has a new leader. Yeah. All right. So the Red Archives focus on R&D for clone equipment. So armor, weapons, etc. So they were... I'm going to call up some old friends from my university days in the Camino Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. Who do we think is next in line at the Galaxy Machine Compact? Next in line would be tricky there uh, because the current matron is... Um, not like the only one in line, but they're like the last, like, uncomplicated person to be in charge. I mean, we could always set off a succession war. That could give us more time. 
the the new matriarch. What's their like? Do they have a reputation? Are they a uh, fanatic, a loyalist? Are they uh, in this? She, like, are they... she is the Kaminoan equivalent of a teenager who just graduated high school. Uh, who technically is allowed to be in charge of the entire family after her mother uh, exploded at the core of the planet. Oh, so no. opinions of her are not high. I think it was the implosion. All the pressure. All right. I mean, she she died. A, she died a, a pretty pretty badly. It, it sucked. So she suddenly so, suddenly got the power and fell right. I missed like. Oh, she just fell in line. Okay. You know, because they're being held hostage. Because it's a hostage situation there. The only one you don't have a good idea about is why the Red Archives are uh, recently swapping over. Well, it sounds like we'll need to come up with a plan between sessions, because I don't think we're coming up with anything right now. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. It. You can also spend rebellion resources, like the, the the Rebel Playbook will let you kind of figure stuff out. There's a reason the Red Archives switched so quickly. Mm-hmm. I think we're a little low on intel at the moment. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll need so to you'll have to get, get some info. Alright, well, I think at that point we'll wrap uh, and see what happens next session, just because we had a little bit of recording trouble earlier and it's gone a bit late trying to recover from that. So this sounds like a strong episode one. You have your hook, Primaris Marines. It's going to be a problem <laughs> if they start producing those. Yes, it will. Could, yeah. uh, could sh- sharing any of this as intel with our rebellion give us more intel? No, this is intel you already have. There's no more intel unless you go get intel. What, you you what need a scene. When- you need to... T- you need to it's when you take bring a scene. plans information. Oh, sorry. Because like if we bring plan if we bring plans information and captives to the rebellion, then that is information that we already have. Yeah, so... but like plans information isn't like, hey, they're making super soldiers. It's during a scene, you're like, I'm going to take a risk and gra- or I'm gonna, you know, spend a resource or a move to say that I get a hold of actual materials, and those materials I give to the republic to, to the rebellion. It, it has to be okay. like Rick. It's so more than a cover page. It has place. to actually be research. Hmm. So breaking the cousin's or place, more... steal all the data on the primaries, and then you know use that. Yeah, or okay. like more than a picture of a map, it has to be the actual maps with like all the markings on it and stuff. Like it has to be hard data, not just like, hey, they're doing stuff. Not not to say that's what yeah. you're saying, but it has to have some concreteness to it. So we're gonna have to start doing or finding ways to do that stuff. Well, just remember to do it when you're in like a scene, like, you know, while they're talking on that big, long, like science tour, be like, I'll peel off and I'll go steal. I forgot I could just do that. Steal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like a heist movie. That's all you need to do. Um, But yeah, any more questions or are we good to wrap? I think Uh, we're good. Yeah, I'm good to wrap. All right. Well, I was Devin. This is Adam. I'm Jack. I'm Jonathan. And Peter. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off.